Hello, and thanks for listening to Grace 91.1 FM and The Gate with Pastor Eric Kluth. The Gate is a program that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people, and the places in our local communities. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Gate. I'm your host, Pastor Eric, and uh, today I'm joined by a local author, and uh, her name is Christine. Christine, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So... We are super excited to have you on the show because you have written a book, um, and it's a book sharing your story, what what you have gone through personally and how God has done miraculous things in your life. Yes, I have written a book. I feel like um, my life's journey has been um, orchestrated by God in a mighty way, and I've gone through let's say a lot. And so I just wanted to share what God has done in and through me, through the power of the Holy Spirit, and help people, women in particular, um, who feel like they don't have hope. And I wanted to offer the hope that was given to me. Mm. And so when you have an idea for a book, because I think that, you know, everyone has a story, right? Everybody has stuff that they go through, trials and tribulations. Uh, we have them. Jesus said that we would, right? And so, uh, and as a believer, we have these journeys, different paths. Why did you decide to write a book? Well, um, I feel like the Lord had prompted me many years ago because of what I was going through at the time. Um, and it was part of the healing process for me. So those two things were... Um, huge for me, the Lord's prompting and the healing process for myself. Mm. And so you were prompted by the Holy Spirit to write this, and through it, you found healing. I did. Not only that, I had confirmations along the way, um, people telling me I should write a book, Mm -hmm. several women, and I felt like I wanted to do this, and I just wasn't sure that I was qualified. But it came to a point where... I really didn't have another choice. And so God took control of that and kind of led me into that to start the book. Yeah. And so have you written a book previous to this? I never have. And I never thought that I would be at this point to be able to, to write a book. You know, I think if we just listen to God and what He has to us and follow His lead, He makes straight the way. Mm. He makes the impossible happen. And I feel like He did this for me. Yeah, and I think uh, when you're saying that, it, the scripture comes to mind is when Jesus says, um, yoke up with me, right? All ye who are heavy laden, come unto me and I will give you rest. Yoke up with me. And it's like these uh, unmeasurable tasks that you know are what we think are unmeasurable that are heavy or we don't know how to do it. Uh, if we just you know, just yoke up with Jesus and let him guide us, like you said, lead us, uh, and it will be a light, lighter load for sure. Uh, so I, I'm definitely curious, and I'm sure our listeners are curious, what is the theme of the book? Well, the title of my book is called You're Beautiful, You're Valuable, You're Treasured, and You're Loved. And I want everybody who picks up my book, women in particular, to know that you're beautiful, you're valuable, and you're God's treasured possession, and you are loved by God unconditionally, just the way you are, no strings attached. Hmm. That's a pretty intense title. I mean, it's, it's I mean, very 
large, but very, uh, it hits a lot of heartstrings, I would imagine, for many people. Uh, and you mentioned that particularly it's for women. Um, why is that? Well, the struggles that I went through, and I tell about them, all the struggles in my book, there was a time period when I was very sick. I had a debilitating disease, and um, everybody else rejected me, so to speak, um, including my husband. Um, He distanced himself from me. Um, It was very difficult on our family, and um, I was laying in bed during one of the very low times in my life, very ill, sick, and um, a song came on uh, by Mercy Me. It was called You're Beautiful, and I feel that night that God was speaking to me, saying that you're beautiful. I love you just the way you are, sickness, weakness, and all, just unconditionally. And so that was the reason for the title of my book, because we are all loved unconditionally. Mm. Do you find that people uh, struggle with believing that about themselves? I really think so. And I struggled with this for all of my life. And um, his love is, it's unconditional. It's not a matter of our performance, whether we do something bad, he doesn't love us any less. Or if we do something good, he doesn't love us anymore. He loves us regardless. It's just like the morning sun when it rises and it hits everything. That's how his love is. Mm. It just hits you regardless of what you do um, or don't do. It's there. And so we just need to accept it. Mm. And and in your book, uh, you give a lot of different scripture passages and stuff like that. And uh, when you speak about accepting it, like, can you kind of go more into that? Because I think that you know, as I was listening to you, I think a lot of people think that they have to perform. Like you said, it's not a performance, but like where does acceptance come in? Is that into the arena of faith? And then like to believe that his love is there? Or uh, I guess I'm just curious, uh, like, because I would agree with you. I think a lot of people struggle with understanding that they're loved by God. How would you explain that? There's a scripture verse um, that comes to mind, John 15, 13. There's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. And I believe that Jesus did that for us. That was his love, his sacrificial love. He laid down his life for us, and he gave Mm -hmm. it all. And And he asks us to receive that. He did lay down his life uh, for everyone. Uh, I mean, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? That whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And for one to lay down one's life, uh, and not just physical life, right? There's a spiritual side of it, right? There's that uh, giving him perfection for imperfection to be perfected in the eyes of God. Like, an almighty God, because Jesus is God, to lay down his Godship for us to pay the sacrifice of our sins so that we could have everlasting life is truly amazing, which would, the only way that that's possible is through love. And that's why I love the scripture when it says that God is love. And so I guess for, for me, Christine, it's just like, I think why why is the struggle to accept that love of God? Because, you know, for me, it's hard because it's like you mess up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you struggle, you know, with 
um, situations in life, you know? And so it's like, how did, for you, how did you get through those, you know, struggles, like with your husband forsaking you? Like, how did you work through that with God's love? Well, I think for me, I believed God at His word. Mm. So we need to take Him at His word. Even though we don't feel it, sometimes our feelings don't line up with what God's word says. So if we start just um, immersing ourselves in scripture and believing what scripture says, not what we feel or what we think, um, that was the turning point for me. I accepted it because he told me, he revealed it to me that night. Mm. Um, He said, you are my daughter and I love you unconditionally. Wow. And so through the Word of God then, uh, which is the truth of, right? The Word is the truth. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the Word. But just believing the Word of God for what it is. Yes, believing God's Word for what it is, but it's also a relationship. And we have to, just like with any other relationship, it's getting to know somebody, um, spending time with that person, Uh, speaking to that person, sharing life with that person. And I think that's what it is with Christ. It's that Mm. relationship. It it may not happen overnight, but it builds over time. Mm. And so if we want that relationship with Him, which He uh, is always there for us, arms open wide, Mm. we need to take that step forward and get to know Him and get to know what His Word says, and He will reveal himself to us. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. And so with that thought process, that night when you were lying in bed and and the Holy Spirit just really ministered to your heart saying that you're beautiful, that you're my daughter, I love you. So that was like, would you say a massive turning point in your life? That was absolutely a massive turning point uh, for my life. I was a Christian up to this point for probably about 28 years, and uh, I had a relationship. Um, I did the right things. I raised my family. I homeschooled. Um, I was involved in church activities. I I was in leadership positions, and I had somewhat of a relationship. But until I was all in, like that night, he just revealed himself to me. That was my true changing point, uh, my recommitment to the one true God who called me his daughter. And so, yes, definitely that was a turning point for me. And so then what, yeah, if you can tell the listeners what, what happened next then, I mean, from that step on, if you don't mind sharing. Well, after that, it, it wasn't easy. I still had a lot of things to work out within my heart. I believe that... Um, I wasn't loved, and I was raised in an alcoholic family, and there was a lot of dysfunction there. And so from that point on, I just started immersing myself into Scripture, memorizing Scripture, talking to the Lord, spending time with Him. And um, also, I spent a lot of time um, worshiping Him in truth and um, in song. And so little by little, he just started getting more and more of my heart Mm -hmm. as I was seeking him daily um, at a whole new level. And so I just, one step at a time, for me, it it wasn't overnight. It took took time. But I was 
starting to grow little by little. That relationship was growing. My faith was growing. Um, all the old baggage of what I was brought up in and what I believed started to just uh, be peeled off, so to speak, like an onion. The layers just started to um, come undone, so to speak. So I was going through um, an illness, and then I had all this um, baggage from a broken heart, from the loss of my uh, first husband when I was very young, uh, being raised in an alcoholic family, um, the loss of my father, um, and then my husband, who during my illness, he left the marriage. And so all of that I was having to deal with, including my sickness. And so the Lord got my attention. And so little by little, all this stuff, as I built that relationship, as I was getting to know him, uh, these things were starting to resolve themselves little by little. Mm. And so through that, you know, through that relationship with Jesus, what I'm hearing is, is that the hope was building more and more each day, and that there was a, a, a future for you, a promise. Uh, I think of Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, for the thoughts I think towards you, thoughts of hope, peace, and to give you a future, right? And uh, I mean, in the text, it's, you know, God speaking to the children of Israel, but, you know, in the book of Acts, uh, Peter says that God's not a respecter of persons when he was at Cornelius's house, you know. And and so God's heart, I think, and I believe in my heart, that his heart towards us is that he wants us to have that hope in him, that he, that he thinks thoughts that are good towards us. And I think in our culture today, it's, it's in the lies of the enemy come in and infiltrate a person's thought process, right? Thinking you're not of value, you're not beautiful, <laughs> you have no worth, you, you're not loved, but really those are lies, wouldn't you agree? Most definitely. Um, just the world we live in, we're bombarded with um, just wrong thinking of, of what we have to be. You have to be, you know, this beautiful person um, on the outside, but God looks at our heart, and so um, the transformation, when it takes place within, um, everything else just falls into place. Mm. And so, um, it, and like I said, it's being in the Word, um, having that relationship, trusting in God, and um, just renewing your mind and clothing yourself with the mind of Christ and what He says and mm. uh, what He says about us and who we are in Christ, not what the world says, but what Christ says. And the book really highlights that, right? It's really it's shifting that mindset of who you are in Christ, right? And it's not no longer like, okay, this is what I went through. These are the struggles and the tribulations, battles, you know? And I, and I think that one thing is that comes to my mind is, is that once we shouldn't uh, take lightly somebody else's tribulation you know it might be not a big deal for one person but for another person it could be traumatic and so through it you know because you know just going through the book uh, you know is like what i got is is that there is you know a love of god no matter what you're facing that can carry you through you know there is there is hope 
you know? And that's one of the things that I appreciate about the book is that it promotes hope. It promotes love, that there is a God in heaven who loves you. And I, and I think that, you know, when people are listening to this, specifically women, you know, because that's your, your target audience, right? Yes. Is, is the, the women, um, young and old, right? Yes, of all ages, all every ages. background, every culture. I believe that everything we go through is for a purpose. And um, during those hardships, struggles, um, tragedies, challenges, we can run to the cross or we can run away from the cross. And if we use that um, for God's glory and it is for our good, it sometimes might not be easy, but His plans always work out. And His Word says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So His way is the best way to, to go. Um, mm-hmm. I think we will live our purpose-filled life when we step into all that he has for us, especially using those difficult times for a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and in that, you know, as you're talking, you know, 2 Corinthians 2, 14, or not, not 2, 14, but 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4, uh, Paul writes, you know, about Jesus, he says, um, who comforts us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I mean, his suf- his suffering, um, you know, we get comfort in that knowing that he did that for us. And there is nothing that we can go th- that he doesn't understand. Mm. And so when we use what we have gone through to help those, I think that's part of the, the gospel message and to bring mm. those to his saving grace. Yeah. Amen. And I think that it's oftentimes through tribulations that people's hearts are more receptive <laughs> because it's like when everything seems to be going good and comfortable, it's easy to fall into uh, comfort, really. And and But it's those times where you're at that l- low part of your life. You know, I think of you lying in bed, not being able to move and with your illness, and then you're like... I. It's like crying out to God, I need a God move, you know, and God, you know, he's faithful always, right, to show up. Yes, he was there and he he did speak to me. And uh, I can say that everything that I went through, um, the losses of, um, I had a brother who, when I was in second grade, he was in a motorcycle accident and he didn't make it. He passed away. I didn't understand death. I felt it. And um, amongst my family... And I knew he was gone and he was never coming back. Mm. And then I lost um, a spouse. Uh, I was 20 and he was 22. He had cancer. And so I was confused and lost and not sure what was happening in my life. And then my father passed away two months later. He had a massive stroke. And so all these losses at a young age, um, they were tragic. They were difficult. They were hard. But um, God has used them for me to share those things with others. And um, when I came down with the debilitating disease um, in my late 40s after raising my children, um, and then my husband decided to leave our marriage, that was extremely difficult. I tried everything to save the marriage, and I was at the same time 
trying to get through this illness and, and just live. And so those were extremely difficult tragedies, but I can say it took me closer to the cross, to a relationship with Christ. And what I lost um, was difficult, um, I, I have to say, but what I gained far outweighs anything I ever lost. I have the most amazing relationship with my Lord and Savior, and um, He is there for me, and He has never left me. He has always been there for me, um, just rooting me on and uh, guiding me every step of the way. And He finally got my attention. For many years, I um, was living with the the baggage that I carried of bitterness and anger and hostility mm. and the heartache and the hurt from the loss that I encountered. But through this illness, he got my attention, mm. and it all came crashing down, my illness and all the baggage that um, I had carried, the emotional difficulty that I was going through. And so no matter how much sin we have, whether it's a little bit of sin or a lot of sin in our life, God wants us to to get rid of that sin. Mm -hmm. And so he got my attention, and I started listening. And through all that, I can say that um, I wouldn't change anything. Mm. Um, it all happened for a reason. And if I could be a living testimony for those who are hurting and struggling and say, you know what, there's hope mm. if you have breath. Yeah, and amen to There's that. hope. And God, we serve a big God, a mighty God, and there's nothing that he cannot get you out of or get mm. you through. It just takes a heart surrendering to Him, right? Exactly, and, yeah. And, and believing that He is who He says He is. Um, oh, And that's the purpose of the book, right? Exactly. And, and the goal of it is to help um, support those who are, you know, looking for that hope. Uh, through your testimony, there's power in that testimony. And so, uh, as you've written that book, what is your your hope? And what do you, if you could see anything with this book, what would you desire to to accomplish? Well, I would like for it to go to the ends of the earth, to those who are hurting, and I would like to encourage people that uh, whatever you're going through, um, we serve a big God, we serve a mighty God, and He can help you. Mm -hmm. um, just run to the cross mm -hmm. and surrender because um, he, he, like I said earlier, he has plans for you and great plans, plans that you could never even imagine. I never thought that I would be writing a book. I struggled in high school because of all mm -hmm. the dysfunction that I lived in. And so I didn't do well in school, but God turned that around. And so when we're willing, where we are weak, he makes us strong. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. So how would uh, listeners uh, find your book? Well, my book is available at uh, westbowpress.com. That's the publishing company uh, that I had it published at. It's W-E-S-T-B-O-W-P-R-E-S-S.com. And I believe they have free shipping. And it's also available on Amazon. But they, I believe, would have shipping Okay. And, and could you, again, just share, again, the title of the book? And then uh, is there a website yet for it or anything like I that? I don't have a particular website, uh, but it's uh, available at westbowpress.com. Okay. And the book is called You're Beautiful, You're Valuable, You're Treasured, and You're Loved. 
Mm, beautiful. Well, that is uh, wrapping up our time together. Can you believe it? It goes so fast on the air. But uh, is there any way that uh, people can connect with you? Uh, do you have a media page? You can find me at Instagram on um, christine.tina.louise. Right on. So I would encourage you listeners to find Christine on Instagram, order her book uh, today, uh, and even if you're interested, if there's any churches listen, listening, if uh, they can connect with you on Instagram as well, they can message you through there. Absolutely. Uh, and thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here. And um, it's a joy to be able to share my life story. So thank you. And it's just a snippet of it. So that's why I encourage you to buy the book because you get a lot more by reading the book. So thank you again for joining me. Uh, the Gate is a show that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people, and the places within our local communities here in Central Arizona. Until next time, God bless.